Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, so this is a new segment that we're bringing onto the podcast. It's called 10 Minutes with Tim. Yeah, I'm so excited about this. Tim Fisk, who is a salon owner and a uh, business coach for Salon Summit. Yeah, no doubt. He um, He's going to be sharing some business um, ideas and some um, business coaching uh, with our listeners. And, you know, we're just we're just really happy to have Tim with us. Welcome to your day off. I'm Corey, and of course, I'm sitting next to my bud, Tone. What's up, Tone? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Good, man. I'm excited about uh, this segment, I guess, right? Yeah, Mr. Tim Fisk. Yeah, Mr. Tim Fisk. So um, today, we're starting our 10-minute uh, segment with Tim Fisk. So, uh, Mr. Tim Fisk, what are we talking about today? Hey, you guys. You know, first off, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, we were talking about how to start this, and I think the best place to start for me would be kind of how I was introduced to some of these elevated concepts and conversations around our industry. Yeah. Talk, talking about wealth mentality versus poverty mentality, um, which are concepts that I learned uh, both as a summit salon owner, but also working for summit salon as a consultant and a facilitator with the company. And I would just want to start off by saying first to anybody listening, wealth mentality versus poverty mentality, that's not about money. It's not about how much money we have or where we come from. What I'm talking about with wealth mentality is how do we grow people in this industry as salon company owners? Or how do we approach our day-to-day with guests, the service providers, by right. creating an exceptional experience every time for every guest? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I mean... I could see taking that just in life in general, right? Just your absolutely perspective in anything you do. I mean, you can you can think of it in a wealth mentality, or you can think of it in a poor man's mentality, right? You know, yeah. What's that book that was out a few years ago, Tim? Rich Rich Dad Poor Dad. Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, that really that digs of, in too. Is that kind of the um, the idea? I think that that definitely pulls some of those concepts in. I got these uh, ideas basically from a audio. CD that was offered, it still is offered by Summit, um, called Intelligent Verbiage. It features my mentors, Heather Bagby and Dave Kirby, um, who I really just look up to in this industry for frameworking kind of the way I approach my work in the industry. Um, and in particular, my first exposure to Summit, it's about eight years ago when a colleague gave me that audio to listen to. Intelligent Verbiage? Yeah, Intelligent Verbiage. That's awesome. So let's jump into it. Like, uh, what what's the wealth mentality? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I have to evoke the words of my mentor, Heather Bagby, who says, you know, in this day and age, we can no longer afford to teach people to be poor in our industry. Wow. Um, 
And it was really powerful the first time I heard that. And, you know, kind of just picking off, piggybacking off of um, one of the small talks that I was listening to this weekend, Ashley Gray, uh, you did a small talk with her a while back and she kind of put her finger on it. People are coming together in this industry now. Uh, there's a trend, there's a zeitgeist and a wave uh, that's really empowering hairstylists, empowering salon company owners, independent stylists in this industry. Um, the idea that there is plenty to go around, I think, is is what we're talking about with wealth mentality. There are plenty of clients to go around. There are plenty of opportunities for your clients. Um, and I mean, here's the thing. You might be the best colorist in your market. Your balayage might slay the children, right? Uh, the majority of your guests will not always be discerning enough to know the difference between good and great technique they'll always have a litmus for a good experience versus a great experience in the salon or in your chair that's money right there because you're right there's been places where you know that it might not have been you know the the best of the best but it was it was still great but the experience itself took it to that to beyond the the great technique yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's what's remembered, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's how you felt when you left. Absolutely. And, you know, just to take it back for a second, there's like three t- types of stylists as I see them in our industry. And I have no judgment about any of them. They're all fine. But, you know, we have the hobby stylist who is just kind of doing this as a hobby. They kind of dip in and out. And then we have the job stylist who really treats their work like a job. We call that J-O-B, just over broke, right? They're punching in, doing their work, punching out. They're not living the life. And then we have these career stylists, um, of which there are so many amazing ones now. And those are the people that are really living and breathing this industry. And those are the people that we see out in the market delivering that exceptional experience to clients uh, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, actually. So when we talk about wealth mentality, we're really speaking to that career stylist. Um, and when we employ that wealth mentality and how we deliver that exceptional service to the guests, it's really about bringing our willingness uh, to offer services and product recommendations based on what we believe the client needs or what they would enjoy. Right. When poverty mentality sets in, what we're seeing is people kind of shooting from their own pocketbook or saying, you know, my clients, they're not interested in that. They're not going to buy those products. They're just going to take my recommendation and go buy it on Amazon. Right. Or they don't have time to do that service. Sure. And, you know, I mean, my point to that is that that, that very much might be the case for a couple clients, but the majority, those are the clients you're playing to. The clients that you're playing to are the ones that are going to buy from you and that are going to support your business. Absolutely. And Wealth Mentality tells us that they still deserve to hear from you what your recommendation is because you're bringing the best version of yourself to that guest experience. Absolutely. That's really well said. Yeah, you don't want to cut them uh, short just because you think that they might not purchase it. They still, yeah, like you're bringing the best you, so you need to tell them anyways. Well, the truth of that is if you don't offer it to them, they aren't going to buy it from you, right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. If you don't make the offer, they're not going to be there to support you. You know, I'm out in the field uh, consulting all the time, and I hear this whole Amazon rhetoric and this Amazon narrative, and it just makes makes me want to pull my hair out, really, Um, because I believe that if we're really doing our best to give a client an amazing experience, they're going to want to walk out of the salon with that handle bag full of products to take home. 
I can't think of a more fun and exciting place to shop than in a hair salon where you're going to have another expert putting the product on you, making you look your best, uh, explaining how the products work for you. I mean, aside from maybe like buying a luxury car or, or buying a wedding dress, I mean, this is really the best kind of retail experience you could have. Absolutely. And you can't, pro- you know, you can't make any promises that the product that they're going to purchase off Amazon is actually that product. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I also think, though, if you're excited about your business, like at least with my clientele, look, I'm getting into that game, right? My clientele. But, you know, they want to support your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. They want to support the business. They want to be part of the excitement. They want to enjoy themselves. So it's all about us creating that enjoyable experience for them. Another example of poverty mentality, and this happens all the time when I'm out in the field launching Summit Systems, and part of it is really kind of like creating this level um, system with level prices based on demand on time. Um, Almost every time I get to stylists that have experience, it could be five years, it could be 35 years behind the chair, and they have these like super secret price lists for different clients, depending on who the client is, they're going to get charged a different thing. Um, even if it's the same service. Right. right? And I really see that as just the, you know, not a malicious example, but just kind of an innocent example of poverty mentality when really every single guest deserves the same level of experience and to bring the same exact value to your chair. Uh, And I think a lot of times what's happening there is, um, service providers are are approaching their work on a day-to-day basis from a place of fear. So that's, that, that's the biggest truth bomb yet. Right. I mean, we, we kind of, uh, I I certainly know that, that I'm guilty of that as well. It's like, you know, as far as the price structures and stuff go, you know, like, uh, your, your 30 year client is getting a different price than your new client. So, uh, I'm going to need to work on that in my game. I mean, it's just the truth of the matter. And at the end of the day, it's like, can we still bring that value to every single guest every time? And can we believe in ourselves enough to to assign that value to the work that we do behind the chair? I think every person, you know, the two the two primary emotions that we act through are fear and love, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand the fear. I have it myself. It, it sneaks its way into my work, even working with Summit. You know, fear can definitely make us think all kinds of crazy things. But if we can just take a minute to be willing, take the risk and believe in ourselves and bring that love to the client, every single client, every time, we've taken our work from transactional, which is fear-based in my opinion, to transformational work, which is where all the love comes in. And really, we can't assign that value for the client. It's up to them to assign that value. That's a great point, actually. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm writing it down as well. <laughs> so, you know, wealth mentality, again, not about money, but it's about what are you bringing into your day-to-day work? And whether it's as a salon professional or in anything that you do in life, you have to start with the love and kind of respect and respecting yourself and really taking that willingness to have a transformational experience with every single client. It slows you down. It comes from that heart. You know, when I'm hiring new people um, on our website, we always, we have a questionnaire and we're asking them like, why are you excited about this industry? What do you love about this industry? And you hear it every time from recent graduates and people looking to kind of build in this industry. They love to make people feel good. Good. They love to empower people through their work. That's all the beautiful transformational stuff. We can't let fear sneak in and co-opt all of that beautiful feel. 
Yeah. How far we could go if we could just uh, turn off that fear button, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And at the, at the very least, let's just keep having conversations about it. Let's set up cultures. Let's set up salon companies, organizations, even resources like this podcast here where we can just keep having that conversation because you know what? You can't avoid fear. That's going to happen all the time. It's how you actually deal with it, how you're actually, you know, exposing it so that you can manage it and kind of move through to your, your better self. Yeah. Hopefully this, this message will get to someone who allows fear to maybe kind of, you know, not necessarily stricken, you know, stricken them, but you know, that they can find some courage through this to overcome and be their true selves. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think to Tim's point, like we're all, we're, we're all stuck in this fear or we all certainly all, it's all a challenge for all of us, I guess. You know, I think, I think the big key is to be able to identify when that fear seeps in and be like, Oh, this is fear talking, man. I need to get, back. <laughs> oh. you know, as Tim was saying. So, I mean, I think, I think that's, that, that's the point there is to be able to identify that fear. And I, and whenever you have those negative thoughts or whenever you start to talk about like, Oh, she doesn't want, or my clients don't like, or, you know, all those words, matter of fact, Tim, maybe we need to come up with a list of those words, you know, those words that you know that you're dealing in fear and you're not dealing with love, you know, once they cross your brain, like my clients don't, or they don't buy, you know, they buy on Amazon and they're not going to buy from me, but you know, we have to make the offerings or, uh, or, or, you know, they definitely will buy away from you. Yeah, honestly, I think a good rule of thumb is if you're the one filling in the blanks, then you're coming from a place of fear. But if you're opening up that space and letting the client make those decisions and you're just offering beautiful experience to them, then you're coming from the right place. You know, what I hear uh, from people when they're coming from fear is like, everybody does this, nobody does that, right? Um, They're really just kind of making some sort of generalization to ameliorate their own fear around having an honest conversation with their client. Absolutely. So, Tim, as we wind down here, uh, if you had one thing to uh, to to share with uh, with hair with, with the hair peoples, give it to me. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, wealth mentality is not something that you're born with. It has nothing to do with where you come from. It's an attitude and something that you can bring to your everyday. And I just say, like, equate it to love. Bring the love because your clients deserve it. And you absolutely deserve it as a service provider. So go with love. Tim, thank you very, very much. And uh, thank you. Well, it's kind of weird saying thank you for joining us on, you know, 10 Minutes with Tim, but that was 10 Minutes with Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, guys, so much. Thanks, brother. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um that's cool. I think you can find... Actually, you can. You can find their music on um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. Ooh.